So the two words I want to highlight today is serve and submission. Submission and serve. Two very unpopular words in our society today. We are more susceptible to the word serve. We kind of realize there's a value for it, but it's still not Mr. and Mrs. popular. Serving is, uh, is about knowing who you are. And I think sometimes when you don't know who you are, serving is very hard to do. And if you do do it, it's usually for the wrong reasons, the wrong motivations. You can serve without knowing Jesus, trust me. But it's usually only good for the resources you have or it's good as long as it's recognized. The standout generation serves because they know who they're connected to. And I really want to encourage you here as you consider serving. There's a few benefits to serving and what it does. It gives the world a glimpse of God's goodness. Serving is one of the ways that gives the world a glimpse of God's goodness. See, serving is adding value. And Joseph, he served wherever he went. The Bible doesn't say he complained. It says he served. The story of Joseph is his half-brothers tricked him, tried to kill him. He found himself in a pit. He gets sold off into slave traders. Slave traders sell him to a man called Potiphar. Potiphar is the senior captain of the military command for Pharaoh. So he finds himself in the home as a slave of a very important man in the economy or in the infrastructure of Egypt. In some ways, he could have felt like, well, this is the dream come true because in the story, Joseph serves in the house of Potiphar and everything he touches works. To the point over a period of time where things got better because Joseph was there, Potiphar put him in charge of all his household affairs. The only thing he couldn't touch was Potiphar's wife. So the standout generation is a serving generation. And they're a generation that make things better. They're not scared to to get involved and roll their sleeves up. They're not hiding in churches. They're going to a church that helps them to be who God's called them to be. They're not practicing religion. They're actually living their faith tangibly in a relational way. Joseph displays both of these qualities. He wants to succeed and he wants to serve. He serves to succeed and he succeeds to serve. There's nothing about Joseph's life where we see him getting free from captivity. He flourished in captivity. One of the words that Joseph spoke in the later days of his life, he said to his brothers, you intended to harm me, but God intended for all of it to be for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many. No, don't be afraid. I will continue to take care of you and your children. So he reassured them by speaking kindly to them. A standout generation is a kind speaking generation. It's not a fanatical generation. It's not an extreme generation. It's a generation that values friendships. It's a generation that's highly relational and puts a high value on friendships. It's a generation that will put themselves at cost for the advancement of others. It's a standout generation that is willing to say, listen, I'll take the hit so you can go forward. I'm telling you, this generation, I'm looking at you right now. You're a standout generation. And I pray in Jesus' name that you will get a taste of it and you'll get a desire to live like you've never lived before because you were made to stand out, not blend in. You were made for greater things. You were made for better things. And I believe in the promise of God on your life that you will shine because God will be able to be God in your life.